This is Tess Pelicano from Connecticut Filmworks, and you're listening to Fade In, recorded under the Baobab Tree at Baobab Tree Studios. In three, two, one, action. What's up, guys? Welcome to a bonus episode of Faden. I am Christian Sokoli, a student filmmaker, and I learned some things in class, but other things I want to know more about. So I have some questions prepared here, and I have some wonderful guests with me today. So uh, why don't you just say your names and just say what you do real quick? Hi, I'm Lindsay Hillcrest. I'm Community Access Coordinator at CTV 182 in Newtown. And um, uh, yeah, we help train um, people to produce their own shows inside the TV studio um, and also outside the TV studio. And um, we also help uh, people just be crew members as well. Mark Ingram at CTV 192. And I help train citizens to make programs. And so one of the things that I love about the training program like yours is that it is an opportunity for people who may be thinking that maybe they're not sure if this is their path or maybe they aren't sure if they want to invest the college tuition into this kind of training, they can they can get this experience at your guys' place. And I go to film school, but I it's more focused on the writing part of it because I didn't want to, I myself didn't want to invest the college tuition into learning how to push buttons on a camera because these days you can look it up on YouTube or whatnot, or you can get amazing experiences like this at uh, local public access places like like your guys program just that's just on a personal note wanted to throw it out so if if any of our listeners are thinking about uh, getting involved in media tele or television find a local access tv around you and and go check it out that's like a great place to start anyway i want to talk a little bit with you guys about television in the internet age right because there's content popping up everywhere these days. There's Netflix. It seems like every year there's some other place that's trying out original programming, right? What do you guys think are factors in a sh- in the show and its content that kind of help its sustainability? So you're you're talking about in our community television meaning medium continually finding content for a show or in a commercial medium. In in your guys' context of, of I have a TV show, I don't know if it's sustainable. What do I look for? How do I know that I can keep this going? Be, because we are in a non-commercial idiom, we exist under a structure that says we want to continue to let citizens like some, I don't know, over 60,000 subscribers know that this channel exists for them. To create programming, our goals are with the music show Studio 21 to continue to be a, f- a familiar face. So the strength of the program has a goal of a familiar face. When people see a local band or musician playing, somebody's saying, I know that person. And it's probably going to halt their remote to see what's going on. The other goal we have is are we choosing something that there is going to be a continual, eternal flow of? <laughs> it seems there's an eternal flow of local artists that want to perform. And are there people that like local music? Well, for a while, there's been 
people that sort of are almost anti-big establishment music and like to deliberately look toward local music. So that that being goals of the show, that's that's one of the goals we'll for fulfilling. So we haven't yet come up with a shortage of content. So leading into that, the internet has obviously changed television a lot. Just just recently uh, there was a show on Vimeo, High Maintenance, that got picked up by HBO for example. And because you guys are outside of the, you know, marketing part of it where it's like your channel has to make money, you have like an interesting perspective on how internet content has affected television. So like a lot of people say that a lot of segments these days from like late night shows are based on viral videos and stuff. Have you felt that in like local access or public access television in any way? I'm sure with with all media, um, it's in your best interest to have targeted interests, targeted content for your audience. Um, so that general rule can can apply to community access television as well. If you want to um, approach that situation where you have you want to make a show and, and you're wondering how do I keep creating content, um, you you know your audience and you and you can uh, target and tailor your um, your content to what it is that they really want. Um, but that being said, you can you can slowly craft that skill at community television, or you can find that um, you can find that uh, by practicing here. I do think the experimentalism that's broadened what mainstream television is in the commercial world that it's it's greatly swayed more toward what's happening in local access in different parts of the country than vice versa and i think because people are leaving mainstream venues to see television and movies what's created on our channel or what we might even create like studio 21 there's a wider there's a wider set of techniques and style that we can do in the production of that that will be acceptable now, whereas before, when everyone was looking toward the style of mainstream, um, it might not have been. For example, one of the things we dialogued with in creating the local music show was should we have a host? Well, from the the very point that you say we're going to have a host, that's a very conventional mainstream thing to do. The fact that for a number of reasons we decided to go without a host, those trends where people are going to non-stream media and social media to look at all different kinds of musical content meant that when people look at Studio 21, there is a wider bar of style. They have a wider palette of tastes to say, I like that show. Whereas when most people, the only thing they got was mainstream TV, maybe how 21 is produced might not be tasteful to them. So, so I think the experimentalism happening on social media is helping people have a wider palette for things we might produce for the purpose of bringing more citizens to community television. Yeah, you might be able to utilize the internet um, to help you tailor your content that you're producing at community television. Um, so the internet can be used to help develop ideas, um, and also, uh, but also help um, to advertise your your show to whatever degree that you do it, to whatever degree you share your show um, that you're producing here. But um, but yeah, if you see trends on the internet, um, the internet is great for helping connect. Uh, has been great for. <laughs> helping us all connect to um, specific things that we're interested in, whether it's information or whether it's entertainment based. Um, so yeah, you can watch trends and, um, and use ideas for uh, your show. 
And so then that kind of moves me into my last question, which would be there. there's a lot of content out there these days, and it seems like the marketplace is very saturated. And, and it, it, I think today it can be easy to feel, especially, you know, for people who kind of don't know much or are kind of outside of, of the industry to feel like everything's been done. So how, how do you guys kind of make your content stand out? How do you encourage people that they can still, you know, put their own spin on an idea and make it unique? My viewpoint is, in a sense, you're only trying to grab any artist at any time is only trying to grab the attention of one person. And to that extent that you're able to grab the attention of one person, probably you're going to grab the attention of 10,000 or more. So when I look at it that way, that's what we're telling people all the time because people always want to do something not for a small amount. They want to do something larger and they've never even used the camera before. So we're telling them to use the power of familiarity, a familiar person, a familiar place, and to just basically be authentic with what they want to shoot. In the end, you're never going to please everyone. So be authentic to what you want to shoot. Shoot something that you believe in, and there will always be someone on the other end that relates to it. We all the time get people that want us to tell them the latest camera, the latest techniques, the coolest thing, as if their production relies on technique and technology. When even the most successful people know it's not necessarily technique and technology. It's some sort of story that grabs people uh, in the gut. I think that's a, that's a great, heartful note to end on. Where can our listeners find you guys? Um, well, you can uh, take a look at us on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook and follow us there to get more information on the shows that we air on our channel and the different um, activities and workshops that we have at the studio. Um, that's facebook.com slash CTV192. And, um, but the best thing to do is to give us a call and see how you can get involved because uh, who you are and, and what you want to do is, is, can be unique um, to every person. So give us a call at 203-304-4050. Awesome. Uh, so that's it for this bonus episode of Fade In. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening. And I'm Christian Sokolay. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.